0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. And Coulter joins us right now. You've read the articles. You've seen the appearances. The latest book, Resistance is Futile. How the Trump-hating left lost its collective mind. Also, Ann Coulter, on the Twitter box. She joins us right now, and I want to get in uh, to the book. But first, with everything that has happened this past week, you've got the Manafort uh, convictions, you've got the Michael Cohen uh, plea deal. Um, you have to admit that it's over for President Trump. Correct?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that 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 was very good. Um, um, I just got back to New York from Washington, and that seriously is what um, all these liberal journalists are saying to me. Many of them are my friends. People not put me on on the air with any of them, um, <laughs> but they told me these, these these wilting wilting little girls in pink party dresses on our side are saying the same thing. No, I cover both Manafort and Cohen in my book. Um, as I say, it ought to be difficult to cover um current events what's happening right now the news is changing oh it's something all new that no it's always the same thing tony it's always the same thing so anything that happens for probably the next uh, two years maybe maybe the next um six years will be will be covered in this book um well first of all i mean very quickly i don't know tax law but and everything manafort was accused of has been accused of has absolutely nothing to do with trump um with Cohen basically the same thing except hilariously they made him add um to to his plea that yes and we committed a campaign finance violation which is utterly petty ridiculous assuming it's all true um Trump The Trump campaign would have to pay a fine um, oh okay you 're going to impeach Trump because he has to pay a fine. But Barack Obama had to pay nearly half a million dollars in campaign viol, violation actual fines, and there is no fine or um, violation here um, there for many reasons, um, but one the one most important one that I think normal people um, non politicians don 't understand is the difference between um, a campaign finance violation and, oh, just ordinary spending, um, is would you have had this expense even if you weren't running for office? at least in a, in a case like this. Um, so they have to prove that Trump's sole motivation was that he was a candidate um, and, and paying $130,000 to a floozy claiming to have an affair with him. No, you know, otherwise he wouldn't have mind, minded if Ivanka found out, And even though his name is all over his buildings. No, he can be seen as a, as a total sleaze. No problem there. Um, no, that, that, that is not going to fly.
0: So I talk about this often, Anne, and I and I discuss the fact that the left constantly and consistently overplays their hand, and mm-hmm. any little thing sends them to to the the ultimate place where there is no return from. And even Democrats <laughs> are saying all this impeachment talk. That that is going to have a serious uh, rebound uh, on us. Is it your take? And and, uh, how do you describe this, that the more the left talks about impeachment, the more people on the right who maybe weren't that interested in the mid in the midterms, wherever it is they are, come out to vote in the midterms to make sure that doesn't happen.
1: Yes. No, you're absolutely right. I think my book does contain excellent advice for the resistance, which they, of course, will ignore. Um, but I do think it's, it's worth um, pausing and reflecting for a moment on how hilarious it is. That all of these, you know, super cool, smooth elites who are always, we're so cool, we don't get, oh, the, the masses, they have all their little conspiracy theories. We're just, it's just water off a duck's back for us. We have completely reversed course. They are the moral scolds. They find nothing funny. Um, the entire left wing has become like the old feminist joke, how many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb answer? That's not funny. That is the left today, whereas, you know, it's right wingers saying, yeah, well, um, we're not going to sweat the little stuff. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they really are so uncool. I mean, this, the, the most striking illustration of it is in the comedy world, um, where a lot of, you know, my favorite comedians, they may have been left wing, but their whole approach is to be cynical about things. And they're out there saying, oh, he's like Hitler. He's Hitler times infinity. Um, it is funny to see this reverse role where, where where they are the excitable ones and we are the cool ones and yeah i think they are driving people i mean look they're driving me back into the arms of trump um Um, And there are many, many things I love about Trump. I happen to love his tweeting. But I'm a little testy with him for not building the wall. But every time I try to get mad with him, the resistance pulls out something insane and I go rushing back to defend him.
0: You just went full godfather. Every time I went out, they pull me back in. (laughs) Talking to Ann Coulter, the book Resistance is Futile. How the Trump-hating left lost its collective mind. Amazon.com, wherever fine books are sold. I want to discuss this because this is the part of you, Ann Coulter, that— That drives me crazy, and there are parts I adore. I sometimes read your work and say, why can't I write like that? I can talk like that. I can't write like that. It is spectacular. There are times you drive me nuts, and you discussing the testiness with President Trump gets me into this place because there you were, the famous clip with you and and Bill Maher, and you guys have a very long history together, saying who would would make the the president today, and you said Donald Trump, and that audience laughed at you, and that— panel looked at you like you had nine heads like you were crazy but you were committed and you were steadfast and then when anything doesn't go your way your response is Donald Trump is dead to me I spit on his grave I spit on his mother forget him Uh, how how does this how in your head does it kind of
1: work for you in, in
0: both these cases
1: I consider it tough love, Tony. Um, I would do everything exactly the same. I would still, and by the way, that was that, that Bill Maher appearance was two days after Trump announced. Two weeks later, I was introducing Trump at a rally in Iowa. I was all in. He won my heart with the Mexican rapist speech. He read my book, Adios America. And by the way, although I'm promoting Resistance is Feudal right now, if you have not read Adios America, it's a very, very, very important book. And Trump doesn't even read, and he read it. Um, um, so you can read it too. Um, I would I, I, I would be peddled to the metal to get Trump elected because he was at least saying the things. I mean, when when the Never Trumpers or you know friends of mine who may have supported and not many of them supported Cruz or or Rubio say, ha ha, we told you he was a con man. Um, look look, we always knew there was a possibility that, that that possibility existed, and I'm not saying that he 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 is a con man, but he is not fulfilling his crucial promises. Um, So what? The rest of them were promising to do What what I'm mad at him for doing, which is becoming basically your standard Republican. Tax cuts were not the number one issue. It was immigration, trade, no more pointless wars. We do still have troops in Afghanistan. He was totally bamboozled on the omnibus bill, um, prohibiting him from putting a um, a fence on the wall. Um, And, look, I think we do need to – I I thought – I will say I thought on November 8th, I, was, I just put my feet up, had a cocktail, and thought, my work is done. I can start writing mysteries now. Everything will be safe in this country. No, apparently it's going to be more of a transactional presidency where he does something wrong and you have to roll up your newspaper and swat him on the nose to bring him back. Now, we had to do this during the campaign. I don't know if, if you remember or if you were peddled to the metal for Trump, but every once in a while he'd say something, something stupid or, let's say, off message uh in one of the debates he was worse than Rubio on the h1b visas taking American jobs and you know so we all blew up and he in- um, issued a clarification the next day um, we do need to keep reeling him back um, but that doesn't mean i am I I, I I am writing off the president I would still 100 percent back him and write in Trump we trust there is nothing I would do differently but he does need to be swatted now and then.
0: Talking to Ann Coulter, uh, the book "Resistance Is Futile: How the Trump Hating Left Lost Its Collective Mind." I don't have much more time with you, but I got to get this in. We're, we're going to have to uh, ha- have you back. Um, yes, you discuss you discuss um, that the book has suggestions, advice. For the resistance, why you're giving them advice, I don't understand. But if if you were going to share one piece of advice, what it, what what piece of advice is the book offering offering the left?
1: Um, stop being crazy. Get Trump on the worst thing he's actually done, and stop running off on demented conspiracy theories, which they do nightly on MSNBC. I'm MSNBC's most regular viewer, um, and it's always. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if he murdered and raped a nun? Wouldn't that be great? Couldn't we impeach him then? I mean, it's just wishful thinking from the left. (laughs) There are things, and why does it matter? Why should I give? And by the way, they won't take my advice. But because I think the country matters, a lot of the things Trump pushed and that I loved about him and loved about his miracle campaign, it wasn't down the line Republican tax cuts, tax And look, I love tax cuts. Don't get me wrong. I just think that's more of like – second-year stuff, maybe even second-term stuff, the major things that were different about half the country doesn't pay taxes. It doesn't help them. It was end the job-killing trade deals. It was deport illegal aliens, build the wall, have an immigration policy that is good for the people who already live here. And why do we still have troops in Afghanistan? If they were, why can't a Democrat agree with that? If they care about the country, a lot of these positions were their positions. I really think. I, I mean, sorry to sound idiotic and, and starry-eyed, but if if we could just, you know, kidnap the entire Democratic Party, tie them up, give them a truth serum, they would have to say, "Yeah, I agree with Trump on a lot of this stuff." So let's work together and get it done because it would be good for America. They won't listen to me. Their base is white hot with anger. And MSNBC, CNN, they can, New York Times, they can be lazy and just say the same things night after night and have a steady 2 million viewers. It's like trying to get below a C in college. You can't do it as long as you keep issuing invective against Trump. But that is what we're getting. And um, it was fun to go through Nexus and catch them in all sorts of um, hilarious lies and hypocrisies and interesting things about how this whole scandal—their scandal-mongering arose.
0: That right there is Ann Coulter. We are uh, the book is "Resistance Is Futile: How the Trump Hating Left Lost Its Collective Mind." You can go to anncoulter.com on Twitter at Ann Coulter. Uh, happy uh, to have you back. I sit in the seat that the one and only Greg Garrison monitored for twenty years.
1: Oh,
0: you're, you're welcome anytime.
1: I'll I'll definitely be back. We have a lot to talk about, Tony.
0: Absolutely, Ann. You take care. Ann Coulter. There she goes. Much more to get to. I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz, 833-GOT-TONY is the number. I'm responding to someone uh, who doesn't understand that Facebook and their censorship isn't a cut-and-dry uh, conversation. Uh, I was talking uh, about Selena Zito earlier. She wrote to the New York Post. She wrote an article about how people in the Midwest who are Trump supporters aren't deterred by Uh, By Manafort or by by uh, Michael Cohen's plea, Uh, they're they're fine with everything. They're gonna keep supporting. uh, They're gonna uh, uh, keep supporting President Trump. Right, that's what's gonna happen. So she wrote this this article about it and uh, put it on Facebook. Well, when you clicked on the article, uh, gone didn't show up, wouldn't show up for people and facebook wouldn't answer her wouldn't supply a reason and then she was talking about it tweeting about it r- writing about it people were other people were asking about it and hours later all of a sudden it magically appears and it goes into this line of you know it's facebook trying to censor people and and evelyn on on twitter Oh, I'm sorry, on Facebook. Uh, I was like, I uh, just heard the discussion. I don't know what's so confusing to the author. Someone must have marked it offensive. Facebook took it down until they had time to research it. Facebook researched it. It wasn't offensive. They put it back up. Any millennial could explain it to her. It is easy. No, it's not. And it and and it's insulting the way you, you engage that. So I wrote, wrote back, it's not that easy. It's not that cut and dry. Facebook does not explain its reasoning nor rationale. So while your expl- explanation works for you, it's not necessarily the reality, which is the truth. That's a nice way to explain it. That doesn't make it fact. That doesn't make it fact at all. These things are happening. And they happen way too often. Way too often that you see conservatives who are silenced. You see conservatives who are... are. Um, uh, shadow bands uh, a whole series of things going on and the only thing we have to ask ourselves is, is this what we want from our from our social media companies because if the people put pressure on they won't do it and if you're somebody who uh is is okay with seeing the political right silence that's today that's today I mean <laughs> that, that that that's all there is to it tomorrow tomorrow when 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 you're when when it it's other groups let's say that have control are they going to try and silence you would that be all right it's the, it's a private platform i get that they can do with it what they will i get that too but do we want the society where people are doing this or outside of threatening to harm somebody shouldn't we let people speak even if we disagree with the view I think that's a better
2: society. Overheard. On Tony Katz Today. Ah, I'm Brian Baker with today's Overheard. Sing, 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 sing. Michael Cohen's gonna sing, gonna talk about Trump where he's pumped in the rump in federal prison where they're doing the bump. Yes, President Trump's ex-lawyer pleaded guilty in federal court this week to eight criminal counts, and he ain't done. No siree, Bob, not by a long shot. He's got more to say, and he needs to talk and talk and talk. You know, it's healthy to talk. It's what's been missing in our marriage. So let's just talk, all right? Let's just talk and talk and talk and talk until we just vomit from talking so much. And then we'll cuddle. Yes, Michael Cohen may not have been much of a lawyer, but with all the desperation of an ego the size of David Hogg, he wants his place in history. He sees himself as a modern-day deep throat, no offense, and he's going to bring this White House down by talking about Russian collusion. That's right, Trump colluded with the Russians, and he can prove it. So what are you going to say, Mikey? Look, I get that question a lot. Um, I'm obviously very loyal and very dedicated to Mr. Trump. I think he's a wonderful man. I think he's an amazing president. All right. Well, there you go. Glad you got that off your chest. Meanwhile, President Trump's not taking this lying down. He was a lawyer for me for, uh, one of many. What was he? One of many. Whoa, 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 you mean Trump was cheating on his wife and his lawyer? Ah, the lack of character in this man.
3: They always say the lawyer, and then they like to add the fixer. Well, I don't know if he's a fixer.
2: Yeah, I think I'd say he's not much of a fixer, Mr. President, because he's spilling his guts, and it's going to take an entire warehouse full of bounty paper towels to sop up the mess. Hey, you know, a variation on that old bounty marketing slogan might work really, really well for Cohen if he eventually goes back to practicing law. Michael Cohen, attorney at law. The quicker f- upper. In Chicago, a DNC member is all kinds of fussy after ICE arrested a gaggle of illegal immigrants that belonged to his workers' union.
3: Our members went
2: to work. Processing bacon as they do every day. Bacon? Oh, hell, as far as I'm concerned, they're doing the Lord's work in that plant. Bacon's tasty. And I showed up, and 146 people were detained. Families were separated children were left alone wait hold up you're telling me ice didn't call ahead and give them time to arrange a sitter what kind of agents is ice hiring guys it's the age of technology are you honestly telling me you couldn't send them a text ahead of time and coordinate a date that was convenient for all parties involved a simple text guys here try this hey man sup How's it going making bacon? Don't eat it all, LOL. Hey, listen, we'd like to arrange a time to zip by, detain you, and then deport you. Would Monday work? Shoot me a couple of available times that are most convenient for you, and we'll make it happen. See? Simple. Ice is just cruel. They're grabbing people at home, at work. Last week, they snatched a guy who was right in the middle of a round of golf. That's right. He's having the best game of his life, and they just snatch him up right there at the 15th hole. America, are we this heartless? Is this really who we want to be? Why, yes. Yes, I believe it is. Oh, hey, speaking of golf, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but I'm a clairvoyant. Yeah, when I dream, I see the future. Anyway, last night I had a dream about Michael Cohen's first day in prison. Fortunately, I had my phone, so I was able to record just a little bit of it. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. I'm Brian Baker. How about Fresca? <laughs> Have a fabulous day.
0: Brian Baker, thank you. I'm Tony Katz. There are pictures to prove it. 833 got Tony. 833 468-8669. Diane Feinstein. <laughs> this just happened. Senate Judiciary Committee. Uh, the Judiciary Committee Democrats have requested Brett Kavanaugh's hearing be postponed. Oh, stop talking with your whole face. It's not gonna be postponed. It's gonna happen. End of discussion. And he's gonna get confirmed. And if Joe Joe Manchin, Senate Democrat, West Virginia said, I don't see any reason to delay. Now, where is Joe Donnelly of Indiana? Where is uh Claire McCaskill of uh of Missouri? Where's Bill Nelson? Where is Bill Nelson of uh Florida on this subject? He wants it to be delayed. Stop talking. Yes, it's it's embarrassing already. Absolutely, positively embarrassing. President Trump, Michael Cohen says President Trump is guilty of campaign finance violations. There's been nothing decided yet. There hasn't been an investigation yet. And because of that, things have to be delayed? That's not the way it works. I mean, how many times do you have to hear this? That's
1: not how it works. That's not how any of this works.
0: They, they won't stop. So you realize the, the levels that they're willing to go the levels that they are willing to go to to try and stop President Trump, to try and stop the agenda. Uh, and, and by the way, we should know that it's Senate confirmation on a Supreme Court justice. Uh, I cannot do a math for you that has Democrats winning the Senate. I don't. I don't have a single math that has democrats winning the senate the house i can do i can do some math um but they don't win the senate at all and uh you can't you might be able to impeach them but you can't get them out of office democrats you understand why right you don't have the votes you don't have the votes <laughs> you're going to need congressional approval and you don't you ain't got the votes. I'm Tony Katz.
2: Tony Katz, 833, got Tony,
1: eight three three
0: four six eight eight six six nine. So... Uh, new podcast coming. Eat, drink, smoke. We're trying the first one uh, this weekend. I'm pretty excited. Uh, this started as uh, I, I like food. I like cigars, and I'm learning about bourbon. Right? Oh, I'm no expert by any stretch of the imagination when it comes to bourbon or scotch. So I used to be a Scotch guy, um, um, and and uh, from from the Highlands, right? The Isla. Uh, the the lowlands it's too peat it's too moss for me and the the it, it's like like a, a scotch from the lowlands is like drinking a glass of ashes I don't quite I, I I know people love it adore it I'm a cigar smoker as I said so I can't do both things at the same time because the scotch cancels out the cigar and for me the cigar is where the pleasure is right The cigar is what I like so the, there are two parts of cigars that I uh, 'm I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh the first is the actual flavors of cigars. I've gotten to a point, and I was able to do this early on and I think that's why like I think it's why people are attracted to wine I can't I can have a glass of wine, but I can't tell you uh how it works. I can't engage this idea of oh, there's the blackberry, whatever, and I can't have the second glass. I'm gonna be loopy and I'm gonna tell tell you about how much I love your sister. You don't even have a sister, right That's the way it's gonna go down. um uh, but with a cigar, I'm able to do this and over some some years I've been able to to get really kind of good at being able to pick up some notes, some hints, some flavors, so, so some ideas. I, I, there's a name, I think, for Cigar Sommelier. Look it up there, producer Ari. I don't know what you would what, what you would call it. By the way, I love a sommelier classes. Like, if you want to become a sommelier, uh, this is how it was described to me by some guys uh, in, in, in Napa. You show up to the first day of, of this class, of this course, and they say, okay, take out your wine key. And if you don't have a wine key, you know, the ability to open a, a wine bottle, you're out. You're out. Try again. Like they don't even let you stay. You can't be a part of the course, which is, I think is just fantastic. Um, but I, I'm pretty good at it. I'm not great at it. There are people who know more than I do, and I still look up uh, reviews. What, what do they call it? There's two terms. It's either a tobacconist, a tobacconist, or a cigar sommelier. Really? They just called cigar sommelier?
1: The, yeah. I would a, rather it, be
0: known as a tobacconist. The International Association of Cigar Sommeliers has their own website. No, it does. Is it like becoming an online uh, pastor? Can I just join? Oh, I'm sure it's
1: quite competitive.
0: If, if there is, I, I will take the course. I'm, may, maybe I'm better than I think. I, I'm not sure. So, but I love what I, what I so I, I enjoy a good cigar. Um, I use, a cigar is something that I associate with friends. I associate it with uh, companionship and camaraderie and laughs. And the, the best part about that is that I have been in cigar bars all around the country. Nobody's asking you how much money you make. No one's asking you those kinds of things, right? These, these really, like, intrusive questions. They're okay with you being different politics. They want to engage and talk about it. And everybody, you know, you can watch these things on YouTube. They're, they uh, totally have my fascination as of late. There are video videos, thousands of videos of people beating the crap out of each other on, on YouTube. It's insane. Like, bu- like, look up bully karma. Or bully knockout compilation things like, and you'll see people like person A is screwing person B, person B up oh, a pow knocks person A right in the face, and then uh, and then they, they go down like that's it. It's so like, why did you start the fight in the first place? What are you doing? Why in the world are you doing this? It, it doesn't make any sense. But it, it's so many of them, and and it's 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 crazy. None of them ever took place in a cigar lounge. None of those fights ever took place in the Cigar Lounge, and it's why I uh, enjoy them so much, because you can have these kind of really open conversations. And sometimes they get, like, really in- intense. It'll be about kids. It'll be about family. It'll be about—I've uh, it, always had really fantastic conversations. So I think you can always have a good conversation over a cigar. I also—I I adore the entire artwork of a cigar, how you pick— and how these guys pick how to the, the tobaccos they do and to, to blend and the wrapper that they use and the different combinations you create, uh, it to me is 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 special. It really it truly is. Um, but I don't ever have a cigar with scotch because I, they they cancel each other out. Uh, so I, I I dropped the scotch and then I went to like coffee, and that was. Changing the taste a little, water, and, and so now I'm I'm working bourbon, I'm, and I'm learning bourbon. So and and the appreciation of it, and especially and maybe it's because where I live in Indiana, there are so many distillers now creating really cool things. And okay, is it bourbon? Is it is it not bourbon? Some guys here are doing corn whiskey. It's so good. It's so good. It's got like this caramel kind of kind, almost like a butterscotch going down in terms of not only in terms of flavor. But in terms of the feel, right? Almost like a thickness, like, like a syrup uh, to it. A, a molasses, right? Like, it's just, it's it's terrific. It's just so good. So I want to kind of learn that out. So um, I I like bringing these things together, right? It's, it's not all politics. It's more of these things that kind of connect. I, I was writing a book, and now I'm not writing the book. I, I've changed how I do this. Um, I mean, I had a, a literary agent and everything else. I, I can't. What I have to say, I'm not going to fit into 250 pages when I can fit it into 80. I don't. I. 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 God bless the people who can write and do it. It's not me. I can talk. I can talk. I can share and I can explain. But when it comes to writing, it just it never sounds right. The voice never comes out right. And so I can get a good 80 pages, and after that, it just it just falls to crap. But what I was writing, and 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 I'm going to figure out a way to, to repackage. Was about the idea that there are some things in in a world that where where everybody is divided, right? Everybody's divided. Everybody's crazy. There are things that unite. There are things that bring people uh, together, regardless of their of well anything, their socioeconomic status or their religion or their gender or their sexual identity, what have you, right? And one of those things is food. So I I use as one of my examples. You can be. A a a white collar white guy. Nice job driving the the, the 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 luxury car of your choice. And you can be, and I'm I'm going full stereotypical here. Just just go with me on this. You can be a blue collar black man. You got a a a, a house in the outer uh, suburbs. You both have two kids. You got a job. Um, you know nobody nobody's getting a a, a new car, but. But uh, there's food on the table. And both of you can be with your sons in a Wendy's eating fries with a Frosty. Because that act of connection with your kid over this thing, this pairing, is a very universal act. It is a universal act, these little, little things that truly connect us. Because in that moment, it isn't about how much money you make. It's about trying to connect with the child you created. And we can't forget that those things are truly universal. Now, I use uh, fr- fries and a Frosty. I think of my father when I – he's still alive, but I think of my father and his, and his crazy fanatic love for ice cream when, when that happens, you know, and, and, and those ideas. But I can do like – I've got like 100 stories like that. So I like the idea of food connecting people, and I like the idea of the, the art of cigars and, and, and bourbon. I like the idea that, you know, I talk politics a lot. I want to talk about some other things, and I want to kind of weave through. So I've got a, I've got a group of people. Um and and we're just gonna sit and we're gonna chat and uh, so it's gonna be two episodes a, a week right so we've got eat drink smoke that's gonna come out I think it's gonna come out on Saturdays right now that's when it's gonna come out and then uh, we've got eat drink smoke snack size edition and that's gonna come out on Wednesday Wednesdays just a little extra piece uh, that that we got going on and and for me it's to tell you the truth it's a little bit of man there's some other things I just I I don't want it to be all politics and a little bit brand expansion right i i I enjoy discussing the culture I enjoy discussing the politics I, I really do I, I what I get to do is I, I I love but i would I have other interests and I would like for people to kind of hear me talk about some other things and maybe I can get some people who well oh they hear about oh the politics political right I won't listen to that guy I don't think i I, I do myself uh any any favors by Trying to purposefully alienate. When I have an opportunity to bring someone in and then have them go, oh, oh, I like this guy. Oh, he believes that, but I like him. And then they get that level of confusion, and then maybe you know uh, they listen to something, anything. Take a shot. What the heck? So, uh, so that's it, it's it's very much about. Uh, I have these other things I want to share, and these other things that I'm into, and I want to hear other people's perspectives. And I and I do, you know, the shows alone really. So I I I, I don't always get that. Uh, so it's a little bit of that. It's a little bit of, you know, maybe. We talk often about, you know, how do you, how do you convince people, right? How do you change a mind? Well, I don't change anybody's mind by yelling and screaming. There's no way. You don't listen to the person who's yelling and screaming at you. There's just no way to do it. But if I take it like the cigar lounge, and there's a bourbon in one hand and a cigar in the other, and I, and I treat it like that, then 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 maybe. Then maybe I do. And I guarantee you the first episode, gonna suck it's gonna suck lemons it is going to suck second episode will be better i think i think i think the thing's gonna evolve is the way i think it, it, it's gonna go um but yeah so so we're adding that and you'll be able to get that at TonyCats.com. that is coming that is coming. who knows i may i may invite invite you to one of the one of the shows you never know what's going go on i'm tony katz Tony Katz, 833 Got Tony, 833-468-8669. just forgot my number for a second. <laughs> 833 uh, Got Tony is, is where uh, you, you find me right there. The amount of people who have reached out to me, uh, to me about this is amazing. I'm going to play this for you right here it's from president trump and you tell me whether or not a mistake was made and what it is president trump was trying to say i'm I'm gonna play this for you in full he put out a video on on his twitter feed here
3: it said now that our economy is the strongest it's ever been in the history of our country and you just have to take a look at the numbers unemployment, all-time historic lows. Black unemployment, Hispanic unemployment, Asian unemployment, women unemployment. These are records that are being set on a weekly basis. Our country is doing phenomenally well. We're going all the way. You look at what's happening outside of the United States, it's not a pretty picture. Inside of our country, we are just setting records. And I'm going to keep it that way. We have a lot of potential. We have a long way to go. Great trade deals are being negotiated right now. We're doing some great, great trade deals. When that happens, your 4.1 is going to go even higher. We're having a lot of fun. Now, he
0: ends it with your 4.1 is going to go even higher. And I said, wait a second. I think he means 401, like 401K. And people have reached out through the Woodwork and said, no, no, it means 4.1 like the GDP. Now, first of all, it totally doesn't matter. Which one he meant, because if he made the mistake, it's no big deal. If he didn't make the mistake, okay, and he could spin it either way. If you listen to the tape again, and he's talking about trade deals and everything else, he could very well be talking about GDP. But he said 4.1, and he said your 4.1. He didn't say our or the. He said yours, and you would never say your GDP. You would say your 401k. What the, the, the story here is not if if a mistake got made, right? That's inconsequential. The story here is the amount of people who reached out to me to say to me, no, Tony, it was it was GDP. Whoa. Everybody take themselves a damn breath. Get yourself a shot of whiskey. Mate listen, if you got them, smoke them. What do you settle down? The rush to quickly. Say no, 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 he got it right, he got it right, President Trump always got it right. Why do you think he got it right? Why are you a never Trumper bastard? Guys, it's it was it was unbelievable how quickly it it this this happened the responses, right? He took, he could have totally meant 4.1 GDP. Could have totally meant 4.1 GDP. You think I'm somehow opposed to that? Go up. The way he
3: phrased it, your he phrased it as your. There's just no other way to put it. Right now, we're doing some great, great trade deals. When that happens, your 4.1 is going to go even higher.
0: He very well could have meant GDP. The way it phrased out to me, 401k. That's the way it phrased out to me. But if you, take, if you listen to the whole audio, it, it would make more sense if he was talking about GDP. Man, people are so on it. So on it. And the best is when, when I say, like, I, I, think, I think he meant 401k. And now I'm just going to do it. Screw with people. Just to see him go crazy. Uh, how, how quickly am I going to get called an Ever trumper Oh, you see? You see you're doing that because you're just trying to make Trump look bad. Yeah, you're not a real conservative. Do you know how many times I've been called not a real conservative by these people? It is remarkable. It's, it's, uh, the, the The glory of Trump has been that for the first year and a half now, He's governed like a conservative. But of course, he's not a conservative. I've written about uh, this subject. He's not a conservative. He, he's, a, he's, a, he's a Trumpist. Trump first, Trump always. That's what he is. I understood this when I voted for him, just like many other people. Not a conservative, though. Let's, let's not kid ourselves. Oh, by the way, I'm not angry with the dude. I'm, I'm happy with most things going on. Not all things, but most things. When he makes a mistake, I say so. I think he may, I, the way he worded it to me was 401K. That's the way it worded, right? Uh, That said, I don't care. Omarosa is ready to testify at the President Trump impeachment trial. Why would anybody care? This is an article at The Hill. It's been shared 2,000 times. Former White House aide Amarosa said, I'm not going through her whole name, said she is ready anytime, anyplace to appear as a witness against President Trump, including a potential Senate impeachment trial. I have the truth on my side as well as hundreds of emails and documents and other things. We don't have to agree on 401k or 4.1 GDP. We could agree that she's trash, right? We could just agree that is trash, and 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 come together, you see, you see, we were on opposite sides, but now, brothers hug, man, like that's what we're gonna do. She is ridiculous who who would call her? by the way, emails and documents, what what else does she have? and other things? We know she has audio, We know she has some nonsense video, uh, of course, what else does she have? You know? Does she have any missing frames from the Zapruder film? What else she got that, that I could even remotely care about? It's that she put herself out there to say like, uh, you know, hey, uh, look look how important I am. Don't forget about me. Please don't forget about me. Whatever you do, don't forget about me. Oh, love me, love me, love me. Buy my book. It's just, it, it's never ending. It is absolutely never ending with these people, especially with her. Just the absolute worst of the worst. can't can't say it enough. So I gotta say it one more time. Absolute worst of the worst. I had one more thing to get to. Oh, I didn't get to Jim Brown. I didn't get to Jim Brown, the the the, the, the former football player, right? the The greatness there. Of Jim Brown, who said he's all about Trump 2020 and that while there are things that he should criticize very often, so many people are jumping on Trump for nonsense. They finds himself supporting Trump and he's done things that are worthwhile and good. So now I'm curious as how people are going to treat Jim Brown. Someone's going to call him a traitor or something. Huh. The podcast, Tony dot com, Facebook, Tony Katz Radio tomorrow, everyone.